0: 630 Chad, This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. We're getting into this, the, the season where people are now looking ahead to spring and to summer because, let's face it, it's not that far now. We've come through the worst of winter. We're into February. Soon be March and April. Boom. Bob's your uncle, and summer holidays There's still
1: a lot of winter to come, Daryl, but I love your optimism. Looking past it. If you are possibly thinking about putting your house on the market, or if you're going to jump into the market looking to buy a house, is this a good time? I know my neighbors, they've tried to sell their house a couple of times, Mm. and maybe it's because... They're their neighbors, <laughs> but they have not been successful in selling their home. Thank goodness, because they're the best neighbors. I really love them, and I really hope they can't sell their house. But it's it's been a, it's been a it's been a difficult time for them. And I tell this to their face, and I'm like, I, I don't
0: want you to leave because I you love you so great. much. I hope you fail in your endeavor. Is basically what you just I said. I Hope you're
1: stuck here for I'm the rest just... of your life.
0: <laughs> and they go, God, let us get out of here.
1: <laughs> but is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? I know that uh, January home sales uh, jumped to. 22% from uh, the year before across Canada. John Carter is a local broker with REMAX Canada, and he joins us on the line. Good morning, John. Good morning.
0: Uh, I guess we don't know where we're going unless we know where we've been. Where have we been in the general housing market for families, and is there a change in
2: that where we've been trend yeah, it's a good question, and actually, your uh, story about your neighbor is kind of an indicative uh, of what's happening. So, nationally, we're seeing uh, home sales pick back up. I think the reality is uh, that people have like accepted the new interest rate reality. This, you know, it's not going to change significantly anytime soon. But if their housing needs have changed and they've been holding off for six. Plus months waiting for rates to drop, you know, and you've got two kids now slammed in one bedroom because you need to expand or whatever, uh, they're, they're kind of getting off the fence. Um, there was a, a stat out of the United States that said there's up to 72% of homebuyers that have basically been waiting uh, for rates to change. And I think that's probably similar in, in Canada, but uh, we're seeing a ton from Ontario investing in alberta and moving here and that's i think the Mm -hmm. biggest storyline
1: so there's a bit of a resignation about interest rates going i I gotta do it i I can't wait anymore are you seeing that reflect in the price of houses that that people want
2: yeah absolutely and i think it's uh it's almost like a tale of two cities or two price points in in edmonton's market um so probably could guess uh that uh, the price point of Uh, Your neighbor's property is probably in that 550 to a million range. That uh, single family in that price point is very soft. Uh, You have to be uh, correct on pricing. You have to use like all the strategies to uh, present the property well to the market, price it properly, adjust the feedback, but everything for single family, 400 and below is multiple offers Um, like crazy, the condo market, townhouses under 250. Um, Like one of our agents uh, in our office does quite a bit of foreclosure work, which we actually have seen an increase of, which is always unfortunate, but it also creates opportunities for for other buyers to get in and they had 27 offers on a property um, just last week. Well,
0: wow, those, are, those are more affordable. They're more reasonable, those under 400. I can see why they get snapped up so quickly. Well, you, you mentioned some national numbers. I've always thought, and maybe I'm wrong and you can correct me on this, I've always thought that Alberta was an outlier in a number of ways when it compares to the national numbers. So is there something we can learn from national numbers and trends that might actually still apply here in Alberta, or are we a completely different kettle of fish?
2: Yeah, most of the pundits are basically saying, you know, here's what the national forecast is except Alberta this, this year. And I think part of that has been the fact that our market has been repressed a bit for the last, you know, five to 10. And so, uh, it is that bucking the trend both ways, I guess you'd say. And, uh, but we're seeing similar, you know, seasonally adjusted prices. Um, uh, are up seven percent uh, for the country in January, and we saw a two and a half percent increase in Edmonton overall. But uh, what was interesting is, like detached prices actually dropped one percent compared to last year, but semi-detached and others were up six and a half, seven plus percent. So it's very much that that it's a story of price point more than you can you can't talk about the market lately without talking about what price point. And the reality is an average house here in certain price points is a lot more house and a lot newer and, frankly, I think a lot nicer than you get in a lot of these Ontario markets that uh, that people are in.
1: And even Calgary. Calgary's housing market has gone crazy. And I, I, I can't even count the times that somebody has said to me, oh, we're going we're to catch up to Calgary. Are we going to catch up to the the craziness and, and the price points of, of our neighbors to the well, south?
2: That's such a good question. It's always historically we've sort of followed Calgary. Edmonton's got like usually wait three to six months and what's happening there happens in Edmonton i i do think that's going to play out this year because people are getting kind of priced out or you know there's just not enough inventory like the people moving to Calgary, we've heard stories of three-hour lineups to apply for a new rental development that's opening and they get like a thousand plus applications for a hundred and some units like it's just it's a supply and demand problem and so when that happens people then go what's my other option and personally, I mean, I've, uh, I've got friends down in Calgary. I think we've got the, the better hockey team. We've got nicer people. You know, we're a little further from the mountains, but uh, I think Edmonton's a great, a great city. In my opinion, it's one of the best in North America to raise a family. And I think that is what's attracting a lot of people here and direct international uh, immigration as well. Like Edmonton hadn't historically got a lot of direct international, and now we are. And so it'll change, you know, our, our landscape in the cities and our communities, I think, for the better to, um, we've seen, you know, Ukrainian uh, immigrants coming and refugees coming and uh, from lots of other parts of the world as well, but coming direct to Edmonton. And a lot of them, we're seeing them able to buy and own a home within two years of arriving in Canada.
0: Uh, talk about John Carter, local broker with Remax Canada, about the uh, housing market in Edmonton. So if you, you are going to try and jump into the market as a seller, uh, do you need to get at it right about now? I know it's middle of February and summer's a long time away, but that's the season that people buy, isn't it? Do you Do you have to pretty much shoot or get off the pot?
2: yeah it's a great question i think something people think about a lot and again my advice is always talk to your realtor like get expert advice because it's very nuanced right now as to neighborhood specific price point specific you know there's some areas where you can you can list it with uh we have had a bunch actually lately where it's lots of interest in these properties that show horribly like absolutely horribly and what? the feedback they're trying from to get a deal agents, yeah the feedback from our agents is really like there's discussions in our industry group saying like what's going on in the market that people are even advertising these homes for sale they, they they show horribly but doesn't matter they still sell right but the upper price points that 550 500 to a million range right now is most impacted the buying power of those buyers is most impacted and so what we think will happen this year is what we call an unlocking of inventory so as soon as rates start to creep down most people think by maybe July or into the fall you're probably too late by then because you'll miss the fact that those buyers that were moving up into a price point then are selling the property that they're moving out of so as that starts to happen you'll unlock this inventory so for most sellers we're telling them like either wait you know use your same crystal ball and wait and maybe prices will be higher and you'll be able to see other options come to to as it's unlocking sort of in the summer to the fall or you sell now in certain price points because they're so competitive like you're able to take advantage of the fact that we're in a low inventory uh, market and there's way more buyers for certain price points and properties than there is there's listings so it's a great time to sell earlier if you have a need to.
1: Well, yeah, that story you told about twenty-seven uh, offers on, on one property, and now you don't even need to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it <laughs> is true. You don't even have to like put the dishes away, and you're gonna you're gonna get people who want your house if it's in that right price point, right uh, below uh, exactly. 400. And
2: if you do do the dishes and have it present well, and hire professional photography and staging and all those, depersonalized and all those things that we help with, uh, you do get more money and you do get more uh, interest in the property. But the yeah, it's a funny thing right now. It's that just almost in certain
0: areas, anything will sell. The first thing that jumped to mind was, uh, you know, this is such a great deal, we don't even need to clean it, so just buy it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's but the impression.
1: As a as a real estate agent, you're just like, Oh, <laughs> oh my god, god, how am I gonna show this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can With, only imagine. Hey? Keep your shoes on. Keep your shoes <laughs> That's on, it. folks.
2: That's the joke, yeah. We uh you bring extra pair of uh, booties to go over your shoes. <laughs> god.
0: Uh, John, thanks so much for this. It's been great chatting with you. Take care, man. You too. Have a great day. All right. Bye. John Carter is a local broker with Remax Canada. Can you imagine? Hi, I've got a lovely property. Well, the property's lovely.
1: Oh, <laughs> so do you remember uh, Peter Pocklington's old place? It's uh, in the River Valley. Mm-hmm, That's yeah. where Peter Pocklington, the former owner of the Edmonton Oilers, he was he was taken hostage and there was a shooting Uh, uh, they were selling that house whoever the new owners are and Peter Pockington obviously doesn't live here anymore Um, and it was messy like I was on online, I've seen so many properties where it's like, oh, I don't need to see your dirty laundry. What is happening like these are professional photos that mm-hmm. are going up online. you're trying to sell your house. you'd think maybe you'd need to clean it up a little bit and uh, that's it's just it's just shocking to me. there's just a, a few of those that I've seen yeah. uh, over the years where uh, it's like, oh, there, this is not showing well
0: There's underwear on the floor. Well, we can make that part of the bargaining agreement. <laughs> You'll pay extra for that. I want the dishwasher, the fridge, the stove, and that pile of underwear in the bathroom. Gone.